Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Just a Couple Dudes Jack Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Flattiger. And I'm one of your co-hosts, Frank Lewandowski III. And last but not least, Anthony A.C. Cole. All right, Imagine boys. That. Boys are back in town. Oh, it feels good. Boys are back in town, like gone yeah. in 60 seconds. Boys are back in town. We haven't done an episode of all us three in like a month, I feel like. Uh, it's been well, like probably that's because we have the disappearing act. The, what? <laughs> Dude, every time you guys would go record, I could never record with you guys. I'm like, I would always be there. We, I would. Me and Anthony went out for beers the other night, and I had a great time, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it was a good. Because I am newly single. Can we just address that? Oh, all right. Yeah, so it's, it's out there. It's not, you know, it's not the best. Single, ready to mingle. Yeah, but definitely single. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes things don't work out. Mm. Can't force they it. They don't always, man. They don't always. You can't force something that's important. This isn't Father of the Bride. Part one or two. No. It's more like part three. <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen part two. Is it really? good? Really? Part one Mom was and good. and daughter get pregnant at the same time. Oh, it's like I do briefly oh. remember this. Yeah. It sounds like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. I think the 90s really sets you up for failure when all you see is 50% of divorce. And you're like, I don't remember seeing that in the movies. Yeah. Damn it. Even when they get divorced, like Parent Trap, they're happy at the end. They, they get yeah, happy. yeah, they yeah. get back together. Right? Yeah. Happy. Oh. Yeah. And Lizzie isn't on crack. Who's on crack? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was yeah. such a she couldn't handle it. Kid. Dude, have you heard, before we get into the, the meat and potatoes, have you heard this whole Britney Spears is being handled thing? No. no. Oh, my God. By her dude, dad? I keep seeing it. I don't think it's real. I don't think it's handled. true. Handled? What does what that even handled? mean? Yeah. Yeah, so her, her, ag- her agent, her manager, her manager and her dad, people are saying, so you know when you get old and you get dementia and you can't, like, <laughs> Okay. You can't uh, make. She's dementia. Already? You're not your own yeah. guardian, so people like have guardianship over you. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot what the actual terminology is. Power people are saying almost. the conspiracy oh. is that. I, I don't it. believe it. I don't I believe it. it. I want to hear it. Though. I know. I, I just got interested. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> the conspiracy is that her dad and her manager have guardianship over her. And they're like handling her and making her do stuff. It's so crazy. And then it's like there's videos of her going on Instagram, like, "Hey guys, like I'm Britney Spears and blah blah blah." And then people in the comments are like, "If you're, if you're trapped, Britney, wear yellow tomorrow." Leak twice, yeah. And then the <laughs> next day she's wearing a yellow shirt and she's like, "Hey guys," and they're like, "See, Britney's crying for help." And no, then, yeah. Did that really happen though? Dude, yeah, That's I saw funny. it on Barstool Sports, right? Oh, well, and now, but now, dude, there's people who believe it. I'm seeing oh. it get shared like that Wayfair stuff. I don't know. I'm kind of. Convinced after Guys, that yellow shirt you know thing, yeah, I really am. You know what? Huh. We could talk about so much current events I right know. now, right? Like we not could. even the not even the COVID stuff. We've hit that hard. <laughs> not even the you know Black Lives Matter stuff. All dude, that the protests. There's so many other things. Like, there's so many things. What's happening? this Wayfair thing? Oh, well, dude. That well, I don't. That's a crazy one too. Is that a crazy one? I don't know much. The uh, Wayfair thing it. is that that Wayfair the this company this online retailer they okay. sell like they sell pillows they sell couch I don't know if they sell couches really cute cabinets. Decor. Ellen DeGeneres pillows. Oh. Okay, don't so get me started sudden, on Ellen. Don't, Apparently, don't all of a sudden, in the Twitter world, mm-hmm. someone caught on that there was a ten thousand dollar cabinet on Wayfair. And they're no, like, they're why is, Phoenix couple. They were a couple yeah. from Phoenix. Did you know that? Selling no. a ten thousand dollar couple? No, no, or no. A couple. That found it. Oh, it yeah. It was a couple, male, female, you know, husband, wife. Yeah. This and then the name cabinet. of the cabinet was the name, the same name of a missing teen in Ohio. 
So then they found like four other missing Ohio teens and linked their name to $12,000 cabinets and $15,000 cabinets. Oh my and it, God. They, they, the idea is that it's like a live auction and selling Stop on it. Wayfair's website. And they're selling $10,000 Ellen DeGeneres pillows <laughs> and like all this shit. And well, so then like realistic. people started just sharing it like crazy. Like, oh my God, look at this. Um, and then all of a sudden Wayfair came out and said like, oh, there's a glitch in our system. That's why all of our prices were like that. And everyone's like, well, why is it the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is the name of your cabinet like Jessica? How or many, like, dude, yeah. how many glitches do you have? Yeah, right? what kind like, of glitch is that's that? That's a weird glitch. That's a really was, weird glitch. Was Benghazi a glitch? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I know. Maybe that should be the new term. Well, a glitch, right? A so glitch there's two schools of thought. Yeah. Okay, all right. Two schools of thought. Here's the two schools of thought. So was it proven? most child sex trafficking, child abuse, pedophile okay. stuff, like uh-huh. the big hitter stuff? Yeah. Is like all by really, cabinet companies. Well, it's really That's hard. <laughs> it's really hard to get it in the like the masses. Like it's not what everyone. It doesn't trend on Twitter, right? Like the other current events trend on Twitter. Why do you think that is? But I don't know why. Isn't that weird? Because but this can agree one we did. Love children, right? We so care about innocent children. You have the people who why. think it's true. You have the people who think that the way like they're actually selling children through mm-hmm. through online in front of everyone. They're like hiding in plain sight, right? There's the people who think that it's totally true. Then there's the other conspiracy people who think that that is like actually a psyop where they do stuff like that to like get everyone's attention on it mm-hmm. to like make it sound it's like crazy. smoking mirrors. It's kind of like mm-hmm. like they do it on purpose, but the real sex trafficking gets to keep going, but we'll distract you with this Wayfair stuff. Okay. You know? So but, was it proven? But, is that what you're saying? Well, it, was, you know, I don't even know what's happened with it. Oh, okay. I All I know is Wayfair proven. came out and made a statement, and they're like, we had a glitch in our system. Multiple times. Ten thousand. But it was weird, dude. It was really well, weird. Well, the fact that they had multiple names of, of girls missing it in Ohio. It was the same names of the, the Ohio teens. That's yeah. way too many coincidences. I thought it was proven. See it? I can't keep up with this stuff. Well, it's hard. I don't, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Dude, I feel like there's so many conspiracies now. Or maybe I'm just Ooh. more, my eyes are open to it. Well, okay, so well, with my air. podcasting lately, I've been yeah. listening to some pretty good oh, Is there a school to listen to other podcasts? How do you feel about our podcast, Eric? I think it's good. It's good. I huh? think it's really good. I, well, here's the thing. I've been listening to some really good people who have like mm-hmm. a lot of subscribers, but not like the Rogans of the world. Yeah, Rogans. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. listening to a few that have like... Uh, this one guy I was listening to, his name's Mike Williams. He's got like 26,000 subscribers on YouTube. He's been doing a, his, he calls it his own radio hour, but it's mm-hmm. like a podcast. But he's been doing it for like five years. He's been writing a blog for 10 years. And oh, wow. he's got like a decent following mm-hmm. now. He retired from the corporate world, I think like maybe eight years ago. But he makes money still on oh, on all these platforms. 26,000 people, that's a lot. That's good, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. then the people who he brings on to talk to, I've been going and looking at their stuff and it's all, it's like this community where people have like 10 to 30,000, not like Rogan, you know, but, yeah. but I'm like, and it's really good stuff. And then I listen to other people who I've been, obviously I'm on Instagram, seeing mm-hmm. all these other podcasts and I noticed I'm like, Oh, these people post this really cool. It sounds really interesting. It's like a murder mystery, but I'll go listen in the first 10 minutes. is just, Total bullshit. Yeah. Really? What do you mean bullshit? Lot. What does that mean? I don't know. It's like, okay, obviously they, they're we're not kinda, intriguing. Yeah, mm-hmm. not intriguing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they're just talking in, I kind of like we're talking in circles right now, right? But at least we're talking about some current events. We're giving some insights. It was like they're just, like I would overhear this conversation at a Starbucks, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's just not, I don't know. It's not like a Dutch Brothers conversation. Not a Dutch Brothers Yeah, that's such a better conversation. Because you're in the drive through an hour. Dude, to I get an eight dollar drink and a two dollar tip. 
when I, you know, I just moved back. I did not understand. I was like, dude, maybe this coffee's really good. Was sat in that drive-through for like 20 minutes. And I was like, this tastes like a regular cup Their of coffee. Their cold brew is pretty good. Their canned cold brew <laughs> oh, that you pay yeah, five dollars for, mm, probably. Man, everything's so expensive now. Should I do a good man segment? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, I posted about this guy today. His oh, name man, is Eric. So good. He's on top. Waverly of Woodson, mm. African American man, World mm-hmm. War Two. He was a medic. Uh, he wound up on the beaches of Omaha. And in, for anyone who's not familiar with what the beaches of Omaha were like, go watch Saving Private Ryan mm-hmm. opening scene. And I'm sure that doesn't even do it justice. You know, so basically it was like the, storm part the of the D-Day invasions. Okay. They stormed the beach. That was Omaha um, Beach, wasn't it? It was Omaha yeah. Beach. Oh, and Normandy. the Germans mm-hmm. had positioned themselves at a height. So when you have the high ground, especially in warfare, mm-hmm. like – you're you're shooting barrel and you know fish in a barrel, right? That's yep. like the saying. So they're shooting down as as Americans and Allied troops are coming on. And they had the those beach. bunkers and everything. Too. Yeah, and yeah. so it's just like Can a bloodbath. No, so like, no, the, cur- the courage and just knowing like, what does it feel like to have a fifty caliber just shredded to pieces? Bro, I get scared in paintball. <laughs> I don't like paintball actually. You said you do or don't? I don't. Oh it really? Hurts. It does hurt. It hurts. It doesn't feel good oh, at no. all. I don't know, but put, we were just talking about this. I, I like pain. That's no, kidding. Well, <laughs> Shoot me again, Frankie. <laughs> Waverly Woodson might like pain. Um, I'm sorry, go back. He's to a it. medic. He was at uh, Omaha Beach, right? And so, think about it. explosions going off, machine guns. People are getting blown to pieces. Medics are trying to save people's lives, like while everything's exploding. You're soaking wet because you're coming off, literally out of the water onto a beach, right? And so. He, um, gosh, I found this really cool. So there's this website called badassoftheweek.com, and this is where I get a lot of oh, these cool men. Cool. Oh, that is yeah, cool. Yeah, he's great to people, and a lot of them are men too, but they have a lot of women on there too. Um, so anyways, he was, uh, out of 26 uh, medics, I think it was in his unit that stormed the beach, 25 died. He was the only one who lived. Wow. And on that day, he actually wound up um, saving like quite a few different men. Um, let me see if I can find what I had posted. Um, okay, so in 30 hours of nonstop combat, again, this is from badassoftheweek.com, so I'm giving them the credit. 30 hours of nonstop combat, zeroed in by Nazi mortar and machine gun fire, ripping apart the sands with gunshots and artillery explosions. Corporal Woodson saved the lives of dozens of American soldiers during one of the most high stakes and high stress moments in human history. Stitching up grievous wounds, administering first aid, triaging injuries, amputating limbs, amputating limbs on the beach, right? Jeez. Binding tourniquets onto gunshot wounds of men who were panicking, dying, scared, bleeding, and screaming. In the entire history of war, among all battlefields in human history, there are few more terrifying sounds than a wounded man screaming for a Mm -hmm. medic above a above din gunshots, the whiz of bullets, and the booming thuds of artillery rounds impacting the earth. To run forward fearlessly into such a situation without even a weapon to protect yourself. Again, he's a medic, right? To risk your life, to save the life in other, of others in need, takes superhuman bravery, selflessness, and resolve. It is one of the noblest, most heroic things a person can do. And for 30 hours, beginning before dawn of June 6, 1944, Corporal Waverly Woodson did just this, repeatedly with two Nazi shell fragments, digging into his leg and back every step of the way. And the only thing that stopped him uh, was when he literally collapsed from exhaustion. And for that heroic uh, bravery, he only got a bronze medal. Okay. Oh my gosh. Because black guys apparently had to get like 
they like so they had to get five different officers to recommend versus like oh. otherwise you might just need one apparently he, he deserved mm. the medal of honor right yeah well Jeez. yeah so he got put up for a distinguished service medal um which actually got denied God. and then um mm. and then his unit commander put him up for a medal of honor got denied and still to this day he died in 2005 at like the age of 84 his widow who's 91 years old she's still alive today she's still trying to get his bronze medal upgraded to a medal of honor wow so i want to highlight him because he's just a just an amazing fearless incredible human and that's just one day of that was one day in the life yeah. of uh, you know, yeah. action he's done. It. I'm sure he's done plenty more. Oh, he had to do something the next day. You know? You know? Obviously, that's the movie Jeez. that he did. You know, yeah, can you imagine uh, doing amputations while mortar rounds are blown up around you? You're trying to save like people's lives. You should put a really good tourniquet on and just start hacking. That's <laughs> what I was about to... Yeah, yeah like I you were saying, you how do you do that in the field? Like hacksaw. 4,400 troops died that day of the... Of the Allied forces. The storm on the beach in Normandy. Yeah, just in that one day. Well, I'll tell you what. That's there's actually... 9,000 that were injured and wounded, so there's more that died after, I think. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, with infection and things like that, like, I think I think sulfur was around back then, mm-hmm. and some penicillin started around then. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, basic infections, people were still dying of. Oh, yeah. And get this. So, he stayed in the military. He retired... Um, as a staff sergeant in the mid-50s, and after the military got married, had three ch- kids, spent 40 years working as a medical tech for the NIH in Maryland. He oh, died in August, uh, August 12, 2005, not long after his 83rd birthday. Dude worked like his whole life. A man, I mean, I, I don't know him, none of us do, but a man of no excuses for sure. Yeah. Mm. Like, got up, went to work, never called off sick. Can you imagine? Dude, I no, yeah. How do you think he would have reacted to COVID? Oh man, he'd be there. He'd be working. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't be. He'd be on the front line somehow. Yeah. Every some of the best trauma doctors that I've ever seen to were, were medics. Usually, they started as a medic in some kind of military branch. And the amount of training they go through, trauma physicians. That's just not a good lifestyle. Like, man, am I am I selfish because I want a good lifestyle? No, no. we're just, well, we're used to it. Um, I think you know Peter Schiff was alluding to that about our lifestyle that we grew up knowing a lot of it has to do because of, you know, um, interest rates are so low. We can get way more money. Like people are, we're spending way more money, but we have a quality of life right now. Like our generation is living and experiencing a way higher quality of life than anyone else has ever been used to living. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for us to be like, I kind of like a good lifestyle, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of hard to sacrifice a good lifestyle. Yeah. We're just so used to it. We don't know anything else. Well, our generation too is like the first, one of the first generations when it comes to like job interviews, like we'll take more vacation time uh, mm-hmm. over uh, less pay or over more pay. Yeah. You know, and I, I kind of feel that way, honestly. I've never been that scared of change. I enjoy it and I, I look for it, but I think that there's a lot of problems going on in the world right now and I try to look at them optimistically positive and with like what change can happen that maybe we're not even thinking of. You know, like maybe, you know, we, we've talked about eight to five Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. you know, that's, let's say an hour a day of commuting. So it's not eight to five. Oh, it's, it's another, so much more. It's another hour. It's another mm-hmm. hour getting ready. Right. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people that maybe three days a week, you have more time to exercise, more time to spend with your children, more time to do hobbies and be happy overall. Right. I think we need to start looking at things a little bit more collectively. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm a lot. I know right now I'm burnt out a bit. I can feel it. I have to go in the room, take a big deep breath before I see a patient because I'm seeing 
at least 30 patients a day. People are more pissed off than ever. Um, they're asking for more things. And it's just it's just hard. I, I know when I feel balanced, I enjoy going to work. I don't know. Oh, no, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. How do yeah. you, how do, what do you do when you feel like you're burnout? I don't know. I think a lot of it, like for me, has to do with like who am I surrounding myself with? Like what activities am I engaging in? You know, mm-hmm. that are kind of contributing maybe to this burnout. Um, for me too, though, it's kind of like, like this week, this last two weeks, mm-hmm. I've been more strict on a diet and stuff like that. And I feel like I have more energy, which helps with that burnout feeling. Mm-hmm. And I just do that. I feel like there's all these sorts of little tips and tricks. When I get real burnout, dude, I start getting like kinks in my neck and back and mm-hmm. my head starts hurting more. And I do I've always had issues with my sinuses. I just shared this on Facebook the other day. Dude, just actually rubbing the sinus cavities in my head mm-hmm. and breaking. I'd never thought. Like you just, it sounds woo-woo when you're like, you're breaking up all that stuff and spraying it out. And the bad energy. Dude, but yeah. it does. I massaged my, uh, like right here by the, the eyebrow, just inside the eye socket. I was literally massaging it like pretty hard. It actually was a little uncomfortable, but I did it for like a minute straight and then pushed out across my face. Literally, I felt like my sinuses open. My head felt like mm-hmm. it went from feeling kind of funky and clogged to like open. Mm-hmm. I think those are the kinds of things when I'm getting a little mm-hmm. burnout. I want to look more into like acupuncture. I don't know stuff like I that. I definitely want to try acupuncture. I feel like it's the whole. Da- no, but my daddy swear by it. I like acupuncture. I've never yeah. done it traditional and then like more modern. Uh, one of my buddies, uh, his sister, she she has like chronic migraines. She always has a migraine. They can't figure out how to get uh. Uh, have her lose it whatever anyways when she was a kid she actually went to the hospital and they did acupuncture there at the hospital and they did it in her ear ear? Mm though yeah and she said it got rid of her migraines but she had to leave them in for like three weeks and it was supposed to be better afterwards she said like almost immediately when they removed the needles her migraine came back well i think this is very interesting i actually had a podcast the other day i interviewed Mm -hmm. uh doctor in keto Right, this is a low mm-hmm. carb MD, Dr. Mm-hmm. Kirsten Bear out of mm-hmm. California, and she had chronic migraines mm-hmm. for many years. Oh, and one nice. of the biggest cures she well, had nice. was a, lo- a low carb diet, a strict mm-hmm. like low carb diet. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I keep. I just think that. the the burnout feeling, like people when they think like they were, you're starting to get burnout, but we just think like, oh, I'll just work harder, like I'll get up a little earlier, I'll just accomplish more, and I'll mm-hmm. feel better once I accomplish more. And really, you need to like when you're feeling burnt out, it's like your adrenal glands are like shot. Mm-hmm. And you need to like mm-hmm. stop. You need to like focus. Get into like diff- like healthier routine routines. Maybe mm-hmm. I like that. Like so for me, a healthier routine would be like I'm gonna like watch something for ten minutes every morning that brings me joy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay. You know something simple. Yeah, because always can spare ten minutes. It's right? about priming yourself, I think, too, for the perspective. Day. Perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. We're lucky to live in a world where we can choose to work a little less, work a little more. Mm-hmm. A world of excess, right? Mm-hmm. We have excess everywhere. Like even the person that's semi not doing great still has an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Or I mean, I want a cyber truck that's eighty five thousand dollars. Like yeah. you'd get a loan though. <laughs> they give, they'd give you a loan. Oh, they would. Give oh, you they a would, loan. You would totally get one. <laughs> you could totally get one. They'll give you a loan. You, totally you, you could have two. Yeah. yeah, I know. Right. But I just I don't know, man. Sometimes I wonder, like, am I spoiled as a millennial? But then I'm like, man, I, I work pretty hard too. Mm-hmm. I'm 31, yeah. still have roommates. And I don't have to. I, you know, I own the condo. I rent out two rooms. I'm getting rid of them. We have a podcast room coming. But I'm cannot wait. Can't wait for their asses to leave. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, (laughs) I'm kidding. 
<laughs> They're like here right now, probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you ever feel guilty, like? As being a millennial wanting to have that life flexibility, do you ever feel guilty a bit? Yeah, there's mm. always, uh, like, I don't feel guilty. I, I feel more of like, like, I know what uh, how other people are going to look at it. Like, mm. I don't want to work, like, I call my, like, my job. I work in the beehive. Like, I work mm. that 40, 50 hours a week, Monday through Friday. Beehive. You know, I get I two like weeks that. off a year. If you add up the other three-day weekends, three weeks a year. So you I was only doing, get two weeks off a year? Two weeks, yeah. Two, That's it? 80 hours vacation. Well, I guess another, like, 40 in PTO. So, like, three weeks. Total? Yeah. And then you get a few three-day weekends. It comes out to four weeks, maybe. Okay, there's 52 weeks in a year, minus four. Forty-eight, 48 weeks. weeks. I'm yeah. giving them fifty. So yeah, I think like life. I worked, and I'm a salaried employee. So it's like, dude, it doesn't matter if I work sixty hours, eighty I hate hours. The salary thing. Yeah. So I'm working so hard. Why not? Why not work that hard for me? Mm-hmm. You know. And then, I, but I feel like it's not guilt, but it's that thought of like people are like, well, you just don't want to work. I'm like, no, I'd rather just work for me. I'd it's rather the, make Eric Rick. It's the not peer pressure. My right? company. I don't know. I, I never feel guilty. Like I, really? I'm sorry, yeah. I don't. No. That's good. I mean, like, I feel bad. Okay, so actually, I take that back. So it's been really packed at the hospital, and so I've been signing up for overtime. Then and just because, like, we really do need help, and it's like I know, like, oh, dude, our unit's gonna be short, and I, I hate working when it's that well, short. It's different though. So you know, like, That's I, cool. so I like do it from as a yeah, team yeah, like as like to be there for your team because it really does feel good like that. Pressure, good yeah. peer support. Not if pressure, I feel guilt, support. it's like that. But dude, yeah, I don't but mind I'm just relaxing. Saying, let's say an older guy, you know, it's like, oh, you just work hard for 50 years. I'm like, I always looked at it. Well, if I got a job that I was able to make more money, then I could have more free time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not only am I better and more yeah. energetic at work, I just enjoy my life. Even more. Well, do you, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. It's the, it is a difference in that too because remember that uh, Christian's old coworker who was over here watching football oh, one yeah. day. That he was, was he was a little bit old. He's like maybe like 15, 20 years older than us. Maybe probably mm-hmm. closer to 20, 25 years. Yeah. Um, and he's you know he's just talking about how much he works and how much money he can make and all this stuff. But he asked us. He's like, okay, if you made uh, I think it was some like three hundred dollars an hour. It was something. How a many? Lot, right? Yeah, it was like three or five hundred dollars an hour. How many hours would you work a week? And it was funny because me, Christian, and Frank were all like, I don't know, twelve hours, <laughs> like yeah. or twenty, twenty, yeah, hours, like some yeah. low, like sixteen 20. hours. And he's like, why? I work. And he's 80. like, I'd work like eighty. And I was like, I, no. for what? Like at what point? Yeah. Like the idea of making three hundred to five hundred an hour would mean I don't have to work as much. Mm-hmm. And then, like then you're he still... said, we asked, "What does he do with it?" And he's like, yeah. "Well, I got to buy my wife a bunch of things." I'm like, "You don't even live with your wife. You live yeah. in Arizona. She's in Florida." It was bizarre. I'm like, so are you enjoying it? Like, she just spends your money. That's he's, very odd. Yeah, he made that weird comment. He's like, oh yeah, she likes those red shoes. I was like, red shoes. He's like, yeah, red bottom shoes is like two grand a heel. I'm like, oh, that's what are those shoes called? Shit. I forget what they're called. They're like Louis Vuitton. Yeah, like, red bottom. Just heels. bizarre way to live. Oh yeah, like, yeah. No, no, yeah. That that's sad because that's the difference. That means though. like his life is work, and Dude, life should not be. That's why so many people aren't happy when they die, is because. They made their life work, I feel it's like. the biggest regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they take, yeah, that's their thing. Instead of themselves and their family and all those things up in front of them, it's their job. Yeah. And it's they brag, like, I work 90 hours a week. I work 100 hours a week. It's like, okay, and what quality of life do you have? And what do you have to show for it? Yeah. Right? Like, are you bringing the money to the grave? I always think about that too, man. I'm like, like I don't want to die with... reason. Like, I don't think it's selfish either... I want to leave something for my family. Like I would like to leave a house to my kids or something like that. But I don't think I don't think it's selfish either to think 
Like, I don't want to die with a million in in a trust fund. I don't want to die with a million in uh, a a retirement account that's going to go to my kids. But then the guy who's running it isn't going to want my kids to take the money out because, you know, you'll have to pay all these taxes and the the capital gains on it and this tax. There's debt taxes too. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, who actually gets that money then? I might as well spend it before I die. So it's not the lawyer. No, but I'm saying oh, okay. uh, because sure, it is your trust. Like, let's say you die and you have 1.8 million in your uh, in your in this in the market, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. They're gonna advise that your kids who inherit this don't don't pull it out because if you pull it out, you're gonna have to pay crazy amount of taxes. You're gonna have to do this. You should leave it in, right? Leave it in the market. Don't take it out. Mm-hmm. And if you really think about it, like, yeah, they can put, siphon the dividends and, t- and it'll pay them, but it's like. You spent your whole life building that, then you died. You didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Now they're alive, but you want to you want to keep the money in the market. It's like who actually got the money? It sounds like the market, you <laughs> know, the money. got the money. Well, I would I would rather. Obviously, you know, you want to save for a rainy day. You want to you want to put in an investment for twenty years down the road and all that. I get that. You want to have a retirement, but you also I would rather instead of leave a big lump sum for my kids or something I would rather give it to them while I'm alive I'd rather yeah. enjoy it I'd rather share it I'd rather like dude because when you die man like it is true you don't I don't want to leave people with debts or anything but no. man I'd like to well you to, don't with debts right Yeah, it does go to your grave so if you're like some deadbeat that just gambles away everything yeah. at least it doesn't go to your kids they just don't get inheritance <laughs> Right, I almost just said a yeah. sick joke. Did you? <laughs> I was about to be like, so if you're listening and you have a lot of debt, just kill yourself. No, <laughs> oh it won't follow that you. Does happen. It does happen. Oh, it absolutely does. A lot does. of males. head of house, head of households. Oh uh, yeah, financial I mean, crisis. Enron, Enron, like something like crazy like that. You lose everything. You just a lot of people off themselves. Oh, I could see. I mean, COVID. You know the financial implications. 110 businesses just filed for bankruptcy. And those are small to medium size. So that's not mm-hmm. just your mom and pop shop. Those One out of five working. Americans is uh, unemployed. Right? Yeah, so wow. talking about fear, that's no. one thing I would fear. I fear like, like okay, so what's coming down the pike, right? I want to, I kind of want to know. You're not going to actually know, but like I can make some, you can, we can make some assumptions, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to set up my life in a way where I can maximize these years that I have. I don't mm-hmm. want to be stuck in the beehive forever. I don't want to be stuck 48 weeks a year 40, 50 hours a week, you know what I mean? Just not mm-hmm. being around the people that I love. So you guys, your, my, my what, girlfriend that I love. So mm-hmm. so my idea is like, if I look at people who are really tapped into to, to, to the world, the way things work, and they're, they're doing things they love, they're having a good life, typically they use wealth to create more wealth. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people end at making money. I, I work a lot of hours and make a lot of money. Well, then they spend a lot of money and they maybe scrape and save a little bit here and there, but it's always like this cycle of you got to go get it. Go get the money. Go get the money. Go get the money. They're not using that money to create more money. You know, whether that's mm-hmm. um, investing in something or building a business with it or building, you know what I mean? There's probably a lot of ways you can do it. So I look at that and I'm like, how can I get involved in that? You know what I mean? What are some things I can do to set myself up? Uh, and I mean, it's kind of like the Dave Ramsey baby steps. You just don't have a lot of debt pay off your debts, yeah. kind of have an emergency fund, start there, build yourself some independence because the people who are really unhappy, these people that we're talking about that are like, you know, thinking about offing themselves over debt mm-hmm. and whatnot, it's because you were sold a bill of goods. You were, it was, it's a spell. The spell is work really hard, play really hard, 
but if you're playing really hard is actually outspending what you what you're making yeah then then that's not, that's a losing game mm-hmm. yeah you know well here's i was gonna bring this up actually it was gonna be a post and I'm, actually i'm gonna post it i'm gonna see what people say i'll make well over six figures Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to sound cocky, and some people take it that way. Mm-hmm. But I drive a Toyota Corolla. It's 2015. It's got mm-hmm. 90,000 miles. It's paid for. It's been paid for for five years. I could drive a Corvette right now, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Right? I got a condo. I own it, but I rent two rooms. I'm 31 years old. I'm finally ready to finally let that go. But you wonder. So at the end of the day, it's how much you save is what really matters, right? Yeah. There's plenty mm-hmm. of people that make a lot of money. They don't have a lot to show for it. Mm-hmm. Your net worth is all about how much positive. Uh, you know savings you have my buddy who has never makes i don't know half of what i make has i don't know 10 10 times as much invested as me like he's oh, a yeah. stud mm. and he makes yeah. half of what i make so you you compare us apples to apples it's nice i have a big shovel but he's got a lot more to show for him mm-hmm. i mean that's impressive that is cool yeah right? well we've talked about even uh let's go the opposite viewpoint when we were um, bachelor party, we went to Old Town, oh, did yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. How many people are like, let's just call it how it is. How many $15 an hour medical assistants are at Old Town racking up hundreds and hundreds of dollars and, and living like they like they made it? Dude, that was news to me actually. You know, when I people do that, yeah, I did not realize. Oh, like, man. yeah, Frank was, he was like, yeah, people will like rent uh, a Porsche for the day, yeah. and then I was like. What? All our society is about image. Imagery, And keeping dude. up with the Joneses. You have no idea. Looking down the street, I think it's like, how many how many homes are like, or how many homes, people are late on their home payment? Yeah. Like how many mortgages? Like, oh. dude, it's bad. When you see a car next to you, it's not paid for. What you should do in your head is put a $600 payment above that as it's driving. Dude, that's what I always try oh. and tell uh, our buddy Tyler. There would be all these times we go, we'd be out and about, and he'd see some guy driving like a brand new, you know, brand new Camaro, brand new Corvette, and he'd be like, he'd get so upset and be like, how's that guy have it, you know? And I'm like, dude, he didn't pay cash for it. Yeah. That Very guy's unlikely. got a $600 a month payment yeah. Yeah. Or, or that he more. may not ever or finish more. making, or more, yeah, who knows? Corvette. I mean, it could be 900 I mean, think about insurance oh, on that damn thing. That, and then the guy that usually owns that is usually older. Yeah, mm. right. Maybe he's sixty, and that was like his retirement gift. He worked really hard. Well, it you could see be that. No, but, but yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. I've seen young guys, young guys like doing that. that. Like I've seen a lot of dudes, um, but they're our age, or even when I was younger, when we were like twenty three, twenty four, and they're running around fifty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars trucks. You know, yeah. it, I've seen a lot with uh, with jobs like police. Yep. You, there's a lot of chance for overtime. Firefighters, they have a lot more base uh, salary. Officers now are making mm-hmm. like low to mid fifties. That's like a base salary, right? They tap. I, I think if you stay as just a like a beat officer, mm-hmm. um, you tap out at like seventy five, right? That's the highest they'll, they'll money, top you out. Right? Mm-hmm. It is good. Yeah, they can work a lot of overtime. So some are making almost like ninety hundred thousand dollars a year with tons and tons and tons of overtime. But a lot of these guys, I've seen, they're working the overtime, but then they can buy. Now they can go to Vegas. Now they can buy a bike. Now they can yeah. buy a boat. But now, okay, that fifty two, fifty five thousand isn't going to pay for it. I got to keep working the overtime, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the spell. Mm-hmm. You know, it is it is difficult then because you have to be different. Yeah, right? you have yep. to be different, and you have to be the person that says, you know, as a parent, when you're seeing kids, be like, it's okay when you know your friends have all the new iPhone and you don't. Mm-hmm. And imagine you know, it starts very early. It's ingrained in us. Oh right? yeah, we're we're flooded with. I don't watch TV, so I don't I don't get commercials and all this crap. Even mm. if you're a smart person, 
these commercials are ingrained and and created by like PhDs about psychology of economics and how to influence you to buy things. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just you can think you're smart, even like myself, I think I'm smart at times, but this stuff impacts your brain chemistry and like what you think you need. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We are taught the the phone is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will be addicted in one day versus the next. I will feel it. I'll be like, man, my dopamine is kind of down. It's what I feel like. I'm like, whoa. Because I just spent like six hours in a row on my phone. Yeah. And I got, you know, my new business. I have this podcast. I got my personal stuff. And like, right? And then I had like, I was on the Ari- I was in the Arizona Central or whatever. I thought yeah, it was kind yeah. of funny. It made me I laugh. loved it. Yeah. Well, I loved your like half hour interview for one sentence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't get to see <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, it I was a good that. sentence. It was good, though. Right? It was a really it was, good sentence. It was strong. It was like Frank yes. worked super hard. Yeah. It was. And I had like 250 people like it, right? It was really nice. Yeah. It made my night. It made my night yesterday. Oh, so good. I liked yeah. it. But then, like, you spend a ton of time on the social media thing, it just brings you down. It does. You're like, man, am I gaining much? You know, how many views are we having? How many likes? Blah, blah, blah. It's tough. Oh, bro. It's, it's bad for my mentality. I, uh, I, you know, because, you know, well, I you don't gotta, have one. Yeah. You got to have, well, you have to have perspective. You have to ground yourself, dude. Because even me, someone who tries so hard, and I, and I do really well at times, sometimes it's bad. I have to put it down because, perfect example, you know, we've been crushing. We're putting out episodes, good quality content, mm-hmm. talking about some good stuff. I mean, do we have... ER physicians talking COVID-19. Like, we, we have more truth in this thing than Fox News, CNN, ABC put together, right? Yeah. We're doing some good stuff. But, and, and I see the good growth and it makes me happy. But then uh, I follow Dave Portnoy. He's the president of Barstool Sports, right? Mm-hmm. He... Um, he had this guy... This He's getting into all this TikTok stuff. It's so funny. And TikTok is like... It's like 15 and 16-year-old millionaires. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Like, dude, like they have like... 1.8 million subscribers. They're like making really? money at like yeah. 17. Just doing weird TikTok shit. I don't even know what it is. I don't even have it. But anyway, so he interviews one on Instagram Live just to talk to this 18-year-old kid. He's literally a kid. Like he, uh, like I work at a high school. I'm like, you're a kid. Uh-huh. And he has like 25 million TikTokers. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, I just bought a house in LA and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh dude, what God. the hell is this? That's crazy. What is this? And all he does is like, he has that quaffed, like fluffy hair. You know how mm-hmm. all the young kids have like, just like, it's like they look like a doll. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they don't do anything to it, but their hair is quaffed. It's, it's like, like the, that perfect little messy look. Yeah, and they're just adorable. Like they have these little baby faces with like a pointy little nose, and it's, you know they're just cute as hell. I Can guess. Can you imagine? Like, would I'm that like, even what be, the hell? Would that even be enjoyable? Like, I enjoy everything I buy and earn because it, yeah. it, it took some really I just hard don't, work. I don't even know what the, that could be like. You I know? can't imagine. Can you imagine? When I was 18, if I was 18. No. Two, dude, it would mess million. you up for life. Drugs, Especially if you lose that money. Like, let's say this guy doesn't, well, you know. Oh, he could be here today making money? tomorrow. Yeah. You have no say, idea. Probably will. He's Drugs, just, he's a fad. Women, like, gambling real fast because you just threw everything out the window. Dude, look at, like, uh, like, what's your drive? Dude, like, Justin mm-hmm. Bieber. He turned like, out okay now. He's doing better now, he's, right? He's like uh, married now. He is married. Like, oh, is but he? Can you imagine being 16, 17 years old and they literally have to sneak you in and out of hotels because it became too much of a security threat because the amount of women 
trying to break Dude, into the hotel so to, to just love to on you. Get to you. <laughs> just like he was so weird. He was younger, remember? He probably that's like, was. That's just, no, that's what's crazy. Is he was young. He was he's like got a lot of uh, like non-disclosure yeah. agreements too. Oh, I'm sure. A lot of NDAs. Oh, but yeah. he, he was like 12. Yeah, and then people look at him like a god. And it's crazy. You know, whether you believe in God or not, or agnostic or aliens, but it's not him. We're human beings. <laughs> it's not, it's it's not, not the beeps. <laughs> I like Bieber actually. I, like, I, you know what, man? His his newer stuff is actually all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> like, yeah. like I like yeah. it. Yeah, but I just man, it's weird. It's like okay, how about back in time? We had like a king, right? Have like die early, and then the son became king. But the son was like twelve. Yeah, it's like that kid from Game of Thrones. Oh, Blood Game of Thrones. Dickhead. You know what What's his name? He's such an asshole. Oh, what is that? Uh, King's Landing. Yes, he was such a douchebag. The only reason he was in that role, everyone fucking hated him, Eric. Everyone, yeah. oh, everyone yeah. hated him. Everyone they wanted him dead. Even no his one mom him. hated him. Damn. He was that piece of his shit. Nobody oh, he liked was terrible. Yeah, everyone hated like him. Like everyone. And it was just because he was give in that position. Name, because you gave that person that that weird odd power. But think about people who who are good at it. That's what's scary. So, like, the Romanov family in Russia, they ran Russia for 600 years. Oh, Their man. own family. Wow. Like, it was, like, yeah. father to son, daughters and sons and fathers. Like, that. it was one bloodline for six. Like, dude, can you even conceive, dude, 600 years ago yeah. was the 1400s. There's Joffrey. Joffrey. <laughs> yeah. Joffrey. Even his name is, it just sucks. Joffrey. Yeah, man. I don't know. That's some crazy stuff, though. Uh, but fear, big yeah. time to be scared, dude. Like I get, dude, I get, I've been freaking myself out li- listening to too much stuff. I can't do it. It just starts to, it makes me, uh, it, cause I'm always like, well, what's the out? What do I do? How do I like, how do I stop this? You know, like mm-hmm. the economy's going to crash. What do I do? How do I protect myself? Yeah. There's not, you that, know, there's, we're not supposed to have that much information. No, it's that fast. It's too much to digest. Like, I can't even go to the articles because they keep repeating themselves because there's only so much quality information to provide. That's so true. Yeah, right? you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, how quickly can they, you know, can they get... I have this theory that... Well, it's not even my own theory. It's actually... I, I, I don't even know where I read it or listened to it, but I think that uh, a lot of news articles are uh, like algorithm, algorithms. Just creating... Mm-hmm. I think they're just creating... Like, oh, it has to be. And just, I don't think people are writing half these articles. Well, I don't know yeah. how they do. Well, it's uh, it's just like how you can people. And, yeah, like, write one in twenty four hours. You got to put out an article. Well, you know? it's just like how on Google you can type in any. You can actually go up to five digits. Type in like you know you can type in three thousand four hundred and twenty two new cases. Just type that into Google, and then bam, it'll come up with an article with that exact number yeah. of new COVID cases. You can do any number. I know. I love doing nine eleven six six six. You can do all of those. Any I number. Love doing it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, yeah, be, it does there'll be a news article. Crazy. There'll it makes be. A, you wonder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I just watched this compilation video. I think I may have sent it to you. I don't know. It was it was uh it I was from it. the beginning. I, I get a conspiracy video every morning. Uh, every from morning, Eric. I know. Uh, <laughs> so I really do. It's so legit good. every yeah. morning. I love it. Yeah, it's like a good morning. Hey, how you doing? What about yeah. when does a conspiracy theory not become a conspiracy theory? Like when does that cross the line to where you're like no, when your eyes true. open? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you stop being ignorant, when you start being when you get out of the beehive. Okay. Well, okay. So so there's this guy. I I'll dabble in his his stuff because he he says he's really into what he calls alternative research okay so alternative research is like you take the mainstream narrative lee harvey oswald shot jfk 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you, there's a there's a whole host of people who have like spent years and years of their lives interviewing, doing like investigative journalist writing a book research, about it or write a book, and that's like alternative research. Those are like alternative narratives and narratives and and theories. And so, a lot of those people you could dub it. Well, it's a conspiracy, right? So there's a there's a difference in the world. That's why the conspiracy world is so. You have Alex Jones and you have lizard people, and that and that just mars all of it, right? Mm. But there's there's nuggets of some true stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Like, um, so right now, what I didn't even know, I just well, I just heard about you know you always yeah Epstein. When you always hear about fluoride in the water, right? There's fluoride in the water, and the mm-hmm. fluoride's bad. It's a poison, blah blah. blah and everyone's like, yeah, fluoride in the water, whatever. Well. Apparently, um, there's a there's a whole coalition of people uh, doing like a class action type of lawsuit uh, to to the government, and it's called DAB, like D A B, um, something with oh, I forgot the acronym. I gotta look it up. But they're actually like winning, and they're gonna like be awarded money. And there's actually studies done in the U S. and there's studies done in China. I know China's a little woo woo, but um, that show that drinking fluoride can lower I has a, shown to lower IQ. By mm-hmm. as much as five points, so there's little nuggets of truth in the conspiracy stuff. Mm. Now, is it reptilians giving us fluoride? Well, that's where the th- stuff gets crazy. Yeah, that's where yeah. the conspiracies really take off in a weird well, that, direction. You, you know? To even add more to that conspiracy, they're talking about how I can lower your testosterone levels too. Lower and testosterone? this is actually a fact that, like back in the '50s, for some reason. Like the average like testosterone levels is like almost double of what we have today. Well, there's it's a lot like of some, reasons for that. Yeah, I was gonna say there's I know there's a lot of reasons, well, but that's that's a, one of them. They they say that's part of the conspiracy a lot of things theory. Are pro-estrogen in the environment alone. So just just microwaving plastic, yeah, mm. uh, produces more estrogen in the body. Right, all the chemicals produce more estrogen. Mm. Again, we're we're losing more and more testosterone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, testosterone is androgenic. Like. There's a balance in us, and mm-hmm. it seems like the more and more you, you know, phytoestrogens and stuff like that. Like, you know, I used to think this is all hokey pokey stuff, but you talk about like the the shampoo you use. Think about using that shampoo every day, but it's yeah. got chemicals that seep into our skin. Yep. Our skin is Deodorant. not a, this protective surface. It is, but mm-hmm. Ben Greenfield, for example, talked about the skin. Think about it be, being like. Like a bunch of open mouths. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh yeah, and it's absorbing everything. Your clothing. Your clothing. They're attributing, you know, dyes in your clothing to making yeah, people feel that. depressed. Yep. Really? Like, yeah. Um, Man, so uh, another one, there's randomized control studies done on uh, GMOs, genetically modified foods, right? And a uh, there's some evidence to suggest that around, because, you know, I never thought of this. I take it for granted. You can go buy Claritin allergy medicine, over-the-counter allergy medicine. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was a time where that could only be prescribed because a lot of mm-hmm. people didn't have well, chronic allergies. Uh-huh. Right? And so they're they're finding some evidence to suggest that at while GMOs when they really started to take off and Americans started eating way more junk food, genetically modified food, stuff like that, monocropping, uh, a lot of stuff that Monsanto's made, with allergies exploding, and now over the counter allergy medication, like it's kind of weird. There's people who take every single day. They're like, yeah, I take an allergy pill every day. Oh, there's a lot of people. And like you're that. like, I think there was a time where you didn't take that. Every mm. single day. And people are like, well, there's a lot of pollen in the air. I'm like, maybe it's your diet. Maybe it's other things. I'll maybe about, it's chemicals. I don't it know. It is hard because I, I, I don't honey. always eat the best, right? Yeah, I don't. But I can't always eat clean. Think about a boxed product. Yeah. Just think about a boxed product for a second. Yeah. And I'm seeing these people that are sick, especially with COVID, for example, and you just look at them 
and their BMI is like 35 plus. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, BMI is a decent indicator of overall health. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay if you're an NFL player, it's not a good indicator. Yeah, if you're an athlete, right? it pretty they're heavy, much doesn't work. Full of muscle. Oh yeah. But yeah. less than ten percent of the you know U.S. goes to a gym, so the average person is you know overweight is where we're at. So, yeah, man. I mean, you can't put something into this box that was meant to be put into the body. I wish it was that simple. I used to eat like garbage, but it is. Yeah, it's affecting so much of, of our body. Yeah. And so, like, back to conspiracies and, and mm-hmm. fear, you know, was it... So, my question would be this. So, like, mm-hmm. was it, oh, we just thought that you were unhealthy because of fat. So, we just cut the fat and we made a big mistake because uh-huh. we have too much sugar. Or the conspiracy is that, well, the sugar industries had a lot to gain by paying off tons and tons of researchers and doctors to put mm-hmm. out stuff to say fat is bad. And oh, that yeah. made a narrative of... Low fat, no fat. That's been proven though. And, that, yeah, and, and so that, that's that's proven. a conspiracy though. There was, was a conspiracy. That's what was proven. So there's so Well that's the other thing I was about to say. Yeah, like a lot of things are conspiracies until they're proven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, aliens. Like, yeah. Aliens, right? Yeah. Dude. They're basically proven. Uh wh- well, how is that? I mean, I mean, like, I mean, oh, dude. I want to talk just about this. Reminded me of one thing, but the government just put it out. They just said there's, they have so identified. The there are you plenty of you of those. They had a, I don't know what they years. call it, Frank, an aerial phenomenon. They call it something else. Something. They call it un- unidentified aerial, aerial phenomenon. Right? Oh yeah. They yeah, try yeah. to reword it. Do you know they invested billions of dollars yeah, into these tracking are these things? These are pilots. Like you're, you're talking mm. about people that are the top-notch Air Force Navy pilots that cannot distinguish what's going on. Yeah, like I've, it, I've seen those it's videos. It's caught on video. It's caught on camera. It's, it, it was very shunned. It wasn't shunned. It was overlooked because we were dealing with like protests and you know yeah. COVID and stuff. But it was, it was literally, it was one of the biggest things in the government that brought it up. This is unheard of. In the 90s, when it was Phoenix Lights, do you remember the governor here? Phoenix Lights, the mayor? Yeah. The mayor brought out a fake alien to make fun of people. Yeah. That same mayor admits that there were crazy lights. Yeah. Like, yeah. they used to suppress information. I think now you can't. Yeah. You can only well, so dude, much. I, I never heard of this until, again, I was listening to a guy, and he was like, yeah, I remember in 2015, uh, 2016, the strange noises everyone heard. And I'm like, oh, what, what's this guy talking about? Yeah, what so oh, I start yeah. looking up, like, noises in 2015. Ugh, I'm going to have a hard time sleeping tonight. Bro, it's gonna you, you're going to love so, this. And I see these videos all over YouTube and oh, it's like, God, dude, like the chills. sound of it's some of these eerie. noises from the air, from Stop the sky. It. Stop it! It's like, it sounds chills. like a battle trumpet. I'm giving me chills. I'm getting okay. It's like, oh. like I can't even really. Bring them up, dude. Oh, it so sounds bad. like. Really? Do you want to hear one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It oh, almost sounds it, like if oh, you could like. I think hell would sound like this, and that's what it sounds like. A lot of these sounds. Really? Yes. Yeah, dude. They're terrifying. You those cults out there, like, hey, the end is the end is near, and they're like, this is it. This, it's hap- this is the book of Revelation. It's happening. No, and so and so people are saying, <laughs> drink the Kool Aid. And oh, so I go, well, it was this one county, and then you and there's news, there's actual like local news, like Milwaukee, 5 p.m. Uh, neighbors oh, yeah. were neighbors were just uh, just dropped it today because of you know you read you see those, but there's this guy. He was mm-hmm. a he's like I think he's actually a doctor, like an MD, and he heard it and he thought he was going crazy, and so obviously he's a smart guy. He he just starts collecting data. Mm-hmm. And he makes this map. He makes a map of everyone who re- who said I heard something or recorded something. Uh-huh. And the map of the world that he has mm-hmm. to identify, it was, dude, the whole thing lit up like a Christmas tree. Of really? people being like, I heard this. 
I heard it too. That's creepy, man. I know. That's I creepy. Oh, oh, dude. I don't geez. like these videos. Guy. I'm telling you, man. You got to you got this one of them. Why do aliens always have to abduct us and put stuff up our butt? Oh, dude! <laughs> right? Oh, man! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, this is in British out. Columbia. Oh, god! And people. So, it, what are you hearing? Well, we don't really know. The strange sounds were heard across yeah. Terrace, BC, early yesterday morning. Oh, this is multiple people. Oh. Dude, I'd be freaked we for right? We may have. Could to. you imagine, like World well, War? We talked over it. Yeah. Like War of the Worlds. Dude, oh, you know, yeah. like, is this not one? the good alien movies? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's a little better. Thank Oh, God, I'll sleep tonight. Dude, that was freaky. Man. It's freaky, I know, man. dude. I, my, I, have an, I have an imagination. I think the most creative like, people are the ones that are most... This is another one, but it's the same noise. Dude, I, oh, it's so dude. funny that you... I, I, go ahead and say what you're going to say. People are I saying, is it a gas leak? the world is what it is. <laughs> Shut up, oh, Bob. Yeah, come on, Bob. <laughs> come on, Karen. Yeah, God, seriously. Karen. You want to no. hear the funny, the, the some of the theories I was telling? I was. I won't get too big into it. Okay. But there's people who think uh, they believe in like so aliens Remember and stuff. Wouldn't be from outer space. It's like um, interdimensional stuff. Yeah. Like there's other dimensions that exist mm-hmm. within our dimension, but our eyes, our nose, our our instruments, so we we operate and we visible see. We only see visible light. We don't see infrared stuff like that. Yeah. So that it's actually the other dimensions kind of crossing with ours and other beings coming in and out of this realm and dimension and something you know, obviously going on to make all these noises that oh, you know. I don't it's know. Like that, that's one I heard. I thought it was. Well, funny. you know, they have proof, like scientific proof, that is there seven or eight different like. Um, you know, we see yeah, 3D. We see 3D. But they have proof that there's like seven. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's like visible. <laughs> yeah. like, seven like we have minutes. proof that like it's a fact it's in science. Dude, what I picture with that sound is like this <laughs> this attacking force. And I'm standing there with my AR-15. <laughs> right. Like, they're they're orcs. Like laser guns. Yeah. yeah. Like not even just orcs, like scarier. Yeah. You know, like because the, the element of surprise, right? Just, it's, it's like not knowing. Yeah. Because if you knew orcs, right? I'd be okay. I just let them run me over. Yeah. I'd go out like the elf, you know. Yeah. Like right. you, lived a, you lived a long time. You <laughs> look like you arrows. could live. You lived in Rivendell, actually. Right? Yeah. Don't I? He's a good, oh. you know, yeah, sharp chin. I look like yeah. an elf. Yeah, yeah. But, but the good-looking ones. I'll go out, right? Yeah. Or like a dwarf. I'll just go out. Yeah. Just go out with the axe slinging. But when you have those aliens, dude, I'm talking like that's like Cloverfield shit. That's oh, like you never yeah. really see the alien. The biggest thing is like, what can you imagine? Ooh. That's what's scary. Well, that remind. What's that movie with Sandra Bullock? Oh, I can't imagine that. That oh. was really big on Netflix. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you couldn't see. It was so cheesy, but it was so good. It was. It was, it so was good. good. It was good. Dude, I when thought, everyone started turning on themselves. Yeah. Ah, oh, Birdcage. Bird. Bird Box. Bird Box. Oh, dude, yeah. that was or, uh, the silent movie. Oh. The silent Quiet Place. Quiet. Quiet Place. Oh, do you remember that when dude. he had to yell for his deaf his dog. kid? Yeah, and he's like. <laughs> dude like, i remember watching that in the like theater and the sound of me eating popcorn oh. sounded so loud i thought like oh. i was like i am disrupting everyone's movie because i'm just oh. 
Oh god. That's because it was so quiet in that film. Classic Anthony still eating popcorn two hours later. It's the end of the movie. It's just so good when you wait one hour. Weird Anthony when you reheat it and go back for more. Just wait one hour. No, trust me. Don't. Yeah. Women love it. Oh yeah. Oh chicks do. You make them eat it when they don't want to. Exactly. Remember those noises? A woman likes it if you eat their popcorn in front of them. You know, and they just watch you for 10 minutes yeah, watch you, you make them want it so much more yeah. you create that one and then you give it to them you no know, I'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> you know what I suck about uh, A Quiet Place is I had two young girls next, like in front of me like teenagers mm-hmm. and they were so fucking loud the whole time oh, and, but I didn't feel rude no. to say something that's the worst. I don't want to have to intervene it, it's one of the most quiet movies you could ever oh, experience I, I've it's never, called mm-hmm. A I've Quiet ever. Place yeah. you need it to be quiet they had their phone on the whole time I'm like, I get it. You want that dopamine rush, but just just be quiet right now. <laughs> I know. I mean, oh, dude. So one time, you got to be quiet. Yeah. I'm like, that's but, where your generation can't okay, pass Frank, names test. What do you do? You're getting ready to go to work. You step out. You're in your Toyota Corolla, window down, oh, yeah. and then you hear that. You know what, man, Eric? <laughs> I'm I'm not the most religious man, but I start praying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? You start oh, reading the Bible like you're cramming oh, for a dude. final. Oh, <laughs> dude. I just hope Jesus is real strong with the crossbow or something because like, yeah. that scares me, dude. man. I think number one, I'm thinking it's oh. trumpets from Revelations. Like that oh, sounds like the yeah. first trumpet, maybe. Which, yeah. no one talks Although that's a, that's a theory scary, too. Right? So I went I wanna, into that I first. Theory. Reread Revelations. Anthony, yeah, yeah, I said the first little theory, interdimensional. Another theory I was reading. It's just like the biblical people, but they're like. Well, if you look at Revelations, that's the first round of trumpets in 2015, and it's going to take seven years for all the trumpets to come out. Oh, and so 2022 is the new year? Yeah. Did anything so, happen big in 2015? I mean, Trump got elected. That's what, 2016, right? It was that whole year. Oh, it was a campaign for a year. Um, that was the best election year ever. I laughed so hard. God, the craziest dude, that thing was ever. Lit. The best we're we're deprived of all that the yeah. debating and stuff this year, you know? Oh, dude, it's going to be great um, when he uh, debates Biden. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? It's called. Uh, What's going to be funny is when Biden's on a TV screen because he's scared of COVID. Uh, and then he's, Trump's just going to rip him a new one. It's, like, it's just going to be like, what are we watching right now? Uh, it's dude. like the WWE ran for president. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. But they happen to be old and have dementia. Man. Yeah, I, it's crazy. You know man. what I feel like? I feel like the presidency. I wanted to say this. I feel like the presidency is like you know when you have a kickball team and everyone gets selected, but the last two, mm-hmm. both the fat kids that are not athletic, uh-huh. and you're like, who do you choose? The oh, guy that's yeah. quiet, or the guy that talks a lot? That's exactly. Oh, that's what it is, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't even want him on your team. Well, that's what a last election definitely was like. No one really wanted either no. for president. No one. No one, no yeah, one, no one wanted them. No yeah. one uh, actually really wants to do that job either. Not like yet. all the really qualified people probably don't want to do that job. Because uh, I always, I always say this. Sad. I think that there's a lot of people within the private sector and the military, or maybe a bit of both, who would probably be incredible at just like at just being a leader and, and making decisions mm-hmm. and bringing mm-hmm. people together. Ser- a, servant leadership how about but that? like they probably suck at giving a speech they yeah, probably aren't very lively on twitter dr carson yeah mm-hmm. it's like you know, he, those know, aren't the qualities speeches. that get you elected it's the yeah. kennedy guy who's like we will go to the moon and we will do it in two years possible blah 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 and you're like that's, that's a good impression want. that is really he's really yeah, that was good yeah. at that. it's not what you can do for your country but oh, what man. you can do or whatever yeah. Yeah. what can you can do or for your country if you can't speak like obama you have to be funnier than any comedian alive which is Trump he's the funniest man on the planet dude he is hilarious he's the funniest guy ever dude Obama's like, voice though man I could go to sleep listening oh, to Obama's yeah, voice that guy's it was so beautiful. Beautiful. It was, like, oh. 
That's I good. loved it. That's a good it voice. Yeah. I, I get scared, Eric, to be honest. When I heard that trumpet. Yeah, it's scary. It scares me. Okay, this is what I want to say. You were talking about like imagination. Every scary movie I've ever seen, I've learned this about myself. If I cover my eyes during a scary movie, I get more scared because then my imagination oh, runs wild. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, mm-hmm. I don't why. know what's happening. So I, I can never cover my eyes in a scary movie. Dude, that scares yeah. me so much. Because you're like, that happened. Yeah, it happened Just all like over the world. Just like you said, they released well, photo happened, or video yeah. evidence of UFOs. They've had uh, enough UFOs. UFO sightings, man, that you can't just dismiss it. Like, we don't, oh. like, what is that stuff? We know? just don't know. Yeah. And then yeah. there are people that may know. I mean, there's, no matter how far you get down the Alien Show, we'll probably do more Alien podcasts just in We general. need to. Well, I think some people know for sure what's people, going on. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah. can you imagine, like, how does that challenge your beliefs? How does that make you, like, it's a good thing to be certain of a certain amount of things. Oh, right? like we know yeah, what human beings do, it, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. We know, we know what we know, but what we don't know is what scares us. And oh, when you start yeah. to find the little bits of information that you can find out, that starts to scare. It you, starts to scare me. Like I started, like the more I've started to pay attention to some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I told told Anthony about this book. It's called The Committee of Three Hundred. It was written by this uh, PhD. Uh, gosh, I'm blanking on his name, Doctor Ben something, and he. Uh, he wrote this book about the 300 people. So going all the way back to 1727, British aristocracy who runs the world at the time. They own the British trade. The what is it? The East British East India Trade Company. Okay. Or the, they, which basically ran the world. Like they controlled all the ports in the world. They had all the money in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So this aristocracy was running Europe. They came over here. They, they you know, the idea is that they're still running everything over here, uh, and that they've had bloodlines and they have they're. They're who you would call the Illuminati or the globalists or the people in charge, right? But the more – so this book, he's outlining like the lower level stuff, like the people in policy, the people who are like secretaries of state and Harry – you know, or not Harry, Henry Kissinger, right? He was the secretary of state for like three different presidents. He, he spent more time in the White House than, uh, gosh, uh, Dick Cheney. Who was another interesting character, and you start learning more about how you know he says like he handled these presidents, like they like these powers pick people like Henry Kissinger to like have people like Trump or who Obama, mm-hmm. whoever is the president, to to uh, see through certain policies. Like why are we in the Middle East for twenty years? Stuff like that. And when you start to pay more attention to that and less attention to like what bathroom do I use, it does start to get a little scary because you're like, oh, like I just thought. Every four years, like a president got elected, he's the number one guy, and he brings on a little team. But maybe it goes deeper than that. Like follow the money, you know. And mm-hmm. and the system was built to cause discourse. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the thing that that frustrates me is you know people get mad at each other, but there's two options. And yeah, I, I've yeah. gotten yelled at on Facebook for choosing a third option. I know to throw away. <laughs> are you talking? Oh, yeah, people. That's because I voted third party in the last election, and people are like, "Oh, you just that you're the reason Trump." No matter got what I do, I'm wrong. I was like, "What do you mean? I stuck I to what I believed in." How, how can I not tell a person how I vote? Maybe I should tell you a can't. person how I vote, and we should discuss why I voted that way, why you voted that way, and let's decide yeah. what I can learn from it. Mm-hmm. Like if you voted for Hillary Clinton, I want to know why. What was what we you know what good things were you looking forward to what did you believe in mm-hmm. you know do you have some silly emotional argument that oh, she's just better than him or he's better than her or he's better than him i'm like okay so what policy change are you looking at or you know how about have you looked at policy change the last like four presidencies they're actually very similar oh yeah they're oh, yeah. dude one thing i knew about trump so trump was the drain the swamp guy 
Mm-hmm. And I was all for that. Those I'm are like, all yeah, let's, everyone let's drain the swamp. Let's do it. <laughs> One big disappointing moment and for anyone who would be like a huge, crazy Trump fan. It's like when he uh, hired John Bolton. And I was like, John Bolton was in like sessions? the last few, uh, like rep- he's the so the, I feel like the Democrats and the Republicans each have their like war hockey guy, you know, that they that they keep recycling, recycling. Mm-hmm. So when he brought in John Bolton, I'm like, this guy wrote the plan to go to Iraq. You you ran on anti-war, and then you hired the guy mm-hmm. who designed the 20 year war. <laughs> you know, Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions, Jeff Sessions yeah. actually went against marijuana. Like, yeah. Jeff. We yeah. have grassroots initiative that everyone wants marijuana legal. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you're attacking marijuana right now. Or we expand the war on drugs. I'm like, what? what? Are, like, I, like has, come on. Yeah. 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 Or it's stuff about, like that. Uh, Betsy Davos. Mm-hmm. That's the Department of Education, I believe. She is. She's the Secretary okay. of and, Education. Uh, that's been an absolute cluster. You have so many people that have done like the 10 year forgiveness and they're not getting it. <sighs> so yeah. can you imagine waiting 10 years? You're like, oh, good. I worked really hard. I. I took that job where you get your loans forgiven, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then you don't get and it. And you don't get it. Too. And there's no answer. Yeah, you have so many people right now. That too are much in that government. Situation. Yeah. So they not only did they do the ten years, which they were supposed to do, yeah. right? So they took a job for lesser value. They got paid less, mm-hmm. which is why they get that benefit of school back. Then they don't even get that. Can you imagine being that person? Oh, bro. Yeah. I'd be anarchy myself. I'd be oh, yeah. so upset. Yeah, well, that's like well, that's why America. your whole life should not be about work, right there, because yeah. work can screw you over real quick. Oh yeah, they don't work, time, work for yourself, right? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. man, oh, you have to trust yeah. the government. That's that's a scary you state, can't. man, because all the government is is people. Yeah, people, but you have people that don't move freely. So when you have one, let's say you have ten people in the government, right? It only takes one person out of that ten to be a bad egg. Mm-hmm. Let's agree that mm-hmm. one out of every ten. It's not making the best decisions. Yeah. We can agree on that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So magnify that by how large the government is with how many you know, boxed regulations right? Uh-huh. that are just shackling things. Like Peter Schiff, the finance guy, all he's saying is, look, like use capitalism in a healthy way where yeah. you can actually thrive. Yeah, dude. I, well, I even say that, you know, and I could catch a lot of flack for this, but I don't I don't think I I don't see how I could, but whatever. People probably would be upset. It's stuff like having like we need to put in laws so that businesses can't be, you know, like racist or sexist towards their customers. They can't say like women can't shop here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, that sounds good and all, right? But I don't I th- I truly think in our, you know, semi-capitalist market, if you had a baker who did not uh make muffins or any kind of goods for women or Asians. That guy or a girl would go out of business yeah. a month. Oh, no one would go there. Yeah. You, the second you heard that they don't serve women, they don't serve or you know Asians or maybe they get even more specific. They don't serve Filipinos, mm-hmm. you know. No one would go there. They yeah. they'd lose business. Like the like the market can take care of a lot of things that I think people are afraid and that's what it comes down to, and I get it. You're afraid that what if they don't take care of this? You know, yeah. so we need a law that takes care of it. But typically, the laws still don't take care of it. You know, I, oh, yeah. I'm a big believer in individual responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now we can understand that there are reasons why, you know, maybe everyone, all of us are running a race, right? Some of us start ten yards ahead of the other, but we're all running a race. Yep. Right. We can agree on that. Mm-hmm. And we can agree that individual responsibility 
is an amazing thing. Because when you empower people, which is what I try to do no matter what situation you're in or what circumstances you have, you try to show that, hey, look at these people that have done it. You know, immigrants, yeah. right? They don't make an excuse. Mm-hmm. Immigrants start behind the starting line. Yeah. It's coming here. Yeah, big time. Right? It takes a really long time to get citizenship. They have to work even harder. They have to overcome like a very difficult like speech transition. I was about to say the right? language barrier The alone. language barrier is huge. English is one of the hardest languages to learn. Right? I love immigrants. It's one of the recent posts I had on Facebook. But I mean, think about that. But they don't make an excuse for it. They run faster and harder. Dude, our yeah, you our know? farming communities. We wouldn't have. We would not have food. Vegetables. We would not food. have tomatoes. All yeah. sorts oh, of food. Yeah. avocados, tomatoes, oranges. Like, dude, yeah. like these fields. Like, there's not a lot of people doing. How about that. how about physicians? Yeah. How about oh, how many yeah. physicians are immigrants? Yeah. yeah. How many yeah, Doctor Patels I call a week? Seriously, we don't know who Patel is. It's so common. Yeah. Uh, it's a common. I think it's is it India. Yeah. Common it's India. And we're getting the best, by the way. From other countries, mm-hmm. we're not getting, you know, the bottom ten percent in India. We're getting the top of the top mm. of well, the top. What what else do They're immigrants coming. do though that a lot of Americans, especially millennials, don't do? I think we're all looking for just what's a good job? What's a good job? Immigrants do they they start businesses? They, yeah, they're they're oh. opening Dude, they're up their machines. own. Yeah. And they'll be like, I'll start a business. I'll work a hundred hours a week for myself. Mm-hmm. I'll build something they for grind. myself. Yeah, and they'll do it, man. They're a lot of work do life it. balance, and they yeah. don't even care if it's just some little grocery store a little liquor store mm-hmm. dude they'll make a living out of it mm-hmm. and it's kind of inspiring because i'm like that's that's america that's, that's why people one. came to america mm-hmm. but americans are falling for another spell yep. and we're and we're just consuming we're like professional consumers and then we're just trying to keep up with this workload that'll never catch it mm-hmm. you yep. know it is weird it is weird They're, it's weird man mm-hmm. and that's it, you know that speaks to some of this fear is like Gosh, man! Like, how much? How much more can we do this? And we do have power. That's another thing you're oh, talking we about. Do. Consumerism, yeah. right? Yeah. This is what I tell people with the news. Anytime you tune into the news, you are actually supporting their agenda. Yeah. We. Oh, I haven't 100%. heard one person say that the news is a great news source. I haven't heard one person. No, no man. Mark, you right? could just clearly tell that all of them have an agenda. You know, it's just they have for a long time. And you know, and and that's the thing. Everyone, everyone has their own beliefs. So it's like I don't even, I. I don't fault them too much because it's like everyone has their own beliefs. It'd be hard not to push your beliefs in, in your business or whatever. But t- how they're doing it today, they just are, it's like lying almost. It really is. It well, really is fake news. They're so skeptical. Well, it's all uh, it's all opinion pieces. Mm-hmm. It's all opinion pieces. I think mm-hmm. Rogan was reading an article once, um, and it was funny because he pointed it out immediately. He's like, "Oh, well, this is an opinion piece. You can't make that kind of accusation without any facts." Like. And is there any ob- objective news, really? Not you know, anymore. and I know people are how craving it. you got to go to like be, other people like, are craving it. Yeah, and I think podcast? Elon Musk talked about yeah yes. podcasts. Podcasts. I think Joe Rogan seriously is one of the best news sources ever. Mm-hmm. He, he gets more views than CNN and Fox put together. He gets the best experts on, lets them talk for three hours, mm-hmm. and he tries to be as neutral in prime questions that we all think that we want to hear. Right? Yeah. And what, what other? What else? What other dynamic is going to work? But that's like what reporting should be, and it's just not happening anymore. It's not. They're they're. It's clickbait. Yes, it's clickbait. It Fear became, inspiring too. Yeah, like the news became social media. Mm-hmm. You know, it became that, and then it doesn't help that social media companies 
they pick what gets circulated, what doesn't get circulated. So you really don't get the full narrative. You don't get full videos. Dude, like, you know, I see it all the time. I'm like, you know, in the big thing, one of the other dissenting things is when you see something, you go, well, where's the context? Where's the full video? You know, and then people are like, you don't need a full video to know that what this singular, you know, action or word is wrong. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Sometimes you do. Yeah. As soon as you get the full context, your mind is totally changed. But Mm -hmm. if I put this small piece in front of you first, implant that seed, then show you the context, Mm -hmm. you're still, you know, jaded, you know, and people are looking to be pissed off. And I'm, I'm, dude, I'm guilty of it too. There's sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm looking for articles just so I'm like, because I'm trying to find something to support maybe my thought. And then I realize I'm like, I'm only looking for like one side of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. even looking for the other. You know? you're, you're true mastery, right? I've been reading the book Unbeatable Mind. Mm-hmm. It's a Navy SEAL book and it's all about changing your perception. And I mean, it's just very dialed in. It's taken me like two months to read it because it's such a slow read for me. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Right. And you talk about Navy SEALs. I mean, it's amazing. This guy was a Navy SEAL, became a reservist because it wasn't enough. They got a CPA and then like he would deploy and then rocket the civilian sector. I mean, just unbelievable, man. Because sometimes I feel like I'm in the zone. But See, then, I think some I of those people are like from other dimensions. And they, they like they like yeah. found their way here. Yeah. Well, they would hear that that sound instead of cowering like me, like a little girl. I know. They, they would. They, they would go run out of battle axe ready. It'd be their their dad yeah. calling them. They'd be ready. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting here like, man, I might not sleep tonight. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm such a warrior. God, man. I know, man. Fear. But fear, dude. Fear, and but fear drives a lot of people to do irrational things. Oh well, that's fear. what's the number one fear you boys have? The number one yeah, fear. Yeah, what's your number one fear? Man, I guess you I don't really think about that. that. Let me think. Do you know? Do you already have an answer, Frank, or no? I mean, there's some common ones. You know, the fear of failure. That's a big one. The fear of being alone. That's actually that's a big one for me. Fear of being alone. Being alone is a huge fear, man. And what I mean by alone isn't. Is not sitting in a room 30 minutes on Netflix no, yeah. on your cell phone? Mm-hmm. I mean, like truly, when you when you actually sit down and realize, like, at the end of the day, you're it's just gonna be you in a box someday. Yeah. Actually, you know, I yeah, like that's I, kind uh, of a, that's I a think I have humbling. two. Okay, sorry to cut you off. No, you got it. I got two. You got it. Um, one fear is I feel like I can take on a lot of stuff. And, and I can take personal responsibility and I can recognize like, oh, I did this thing wrong. Like, okay, it's going to negatively affect me, whatever. But when my actions could hurt someone that I care about, that I have fear, I actually have anxiety for that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something, you know, I'm going to make some mistake or do something and it's going to hurt somebody. You yeah. know, whether it's a that's friend a or a loved one. Well, I was actually, that's, yeah. that's I was going to say. That's a fear, man, because yeah. I'm like, I can't. I it's can always take care of me, but it's, disappointment? it's part of disappointment. It definitely is because um, here's another thing. Have you ever heard someone who's like, like, I trust you. Like you have my trust, Frank. Now, when someone tells me that it feels good, but I also have an anxiety of like, really? oh my God, what if I break this trust that they so bestowed upon me? Yeah. Give me an example you know? of how you would break that. How would you, how yeah, I'd break how it? You'd break that. How Let's would say, you Eric, cheat on Frank? You, I, I trust you, Eric. Yeah, let's so, say, ooh. How would, how would like you if I break that trust? You? Yeah, how would you backstab me? Okay, let's say in another, okay, a good example. This okay. is an easy one because a lot of people could run into this, right? Okay. Uh, let's say I'm a single man. Okay. You just got out of this relationship. Okay. And let's say 
you know, but you, you'll forever. So when you date, when you have your bros and your best friends and you're oh, with someone, okay. let's say all of a sudden like a month goes by uh-huh. and you find out that, you know, your ex and me are like seeing each other hooking up or going to start dating. Oh, that'd be Do you trust me anymore? And I never once came to you about it. And then it wasn't until... Yeah, yeah, but no, it's no, even no, worse it's because even worse. I, I even I even started to hide it. Yeah, it's like imagine that you're just banging my ex. Yeah, like that's yeah. dude. Like I mean, I don't, yeah. you know, that's not you know who I am or what I want to do. But like, there's fears of that. You're like, there's oh, quite what a few if men out there that? Do what if that? that? Yeah, there's oh, people. There's a ton. Isn't that annoying? They're like sneaker fish. Like, is that a real fish? Uh, someone brought it up on a podcast once. Yeah, no. there's like actually a fish, but the idea the fish pretends it's a female. It's a male, but it pretends it's a female to get in the flock of females, and then it oh, sneaks up a female it, and inseminates her real quick. Oh, what a wow. snake! It's a super <laughs> fish. Like, those guys, though. Oh yeah, yeah. those guys are like, yeah. hey, don't don't hang out oh. with him. He he preys on you when you're. Sad. Well, they're they're, yeah. they're predators. They're hard to uh, like they they're hard to identify because they're good at what they do. They honestly, are. yeah. I was friends with one of them. Yeah, yeah. That was real dirty because that was during. That yeah, was yeah. Actually, with her. Yeah, that's that's like that's like next level shit. Yeah. yeah. So if I do a thought experiment yeah. like that, like oh my, how do you God, explain that? that? Just, Let's say they have kids someday. It's terrifying. How do they explain that to your kids? Uh, how did you meet your mom? Well, you know, she was yeah. actually married. How I met her? How I met her mother? Exactly. Yeah. How you meet your mom? Like it's not a good story, dude. Well, that they, they, what they do is they create a narrative because no one ever thinks of themselves as the bad guy. Oh no. So it's they like, create they some way through some semantics. They're the good guy. For eight years. I saved her from the <laughs> brass of that evil man Anthony yeah. by putting my dick in her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. by being a piece of shit. I'm like, yeah. I'm like wondering how do you even present that story? Do you just skip the first three years and be like, yeah, so we kind of met, kind of knew each other prior? There's this guy. You just, they just they probably wouldn't talk about it. I'm sure they don't want to talk about sure it that, that much. Your foundation of your relationship is a very awkward situation. They, yeah. Well, they could even just say, because people do this all the time. They like water down the story. They could just be like, well, actually, when we first met, she was in a relationship. But then we, you know, they did, we just figured out, or they we figured out it, they didn't work out between them two. And then, you know, it worked for us. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, you but when you know, you know. Mommy and then everyone just thinks once. it's like this little Maybe cute story. I'm like, how long were you married? Six years? Five, yeah, like five and a half. Yeah, mommy was married yeah, for six time. years. <laughs> like, it just, you know, yeah, he likes strawberry, I like chocolate. Yeah. Exactly. People do it all the time. I couldn't do it to begin with. Oh, yeah. But then to live that and be like, well, I don't, I don't know, it's just an awkward way. That's not how any movie in the 90s went. Mm-hmm. Right? No. Those guys didn't, no. weren't happy in the Frank movies. is really no, mad at how the 90s, the, the 90s <laughs> films, how they set us up. We lied to. We yeah. totally lied to. Uh, I'm supposed yeah. to be riding off in the sunset. But hey, we do have Kyle. We do have Kyle. And Kyle. Uh-huh, God is um, Another fear is uh, kind of just like, it's not as bad. Well, this is like um, the third fear. Wasting time. Zero to give. Two. Or did I, no, he, I think you only gave one, right? Second. Yeah, no. this, oh, second. is this the second one? Sorry. My yeah. Just yeah. wasting, like knowing that I wasted uh, a lot of time. Like let's say I was pursuing something 
Have you wasted time already in your life? You mean like in a relationship almost? Uh, maybe it could be a relationship. It could be a job. It could be okay. the beehive. You, you, I bought the ticket on the beehive okay. for a while, and then I'm like, I lost valuable year, like years I could have been regret mm-hmm. the fear of you regret. Know? I guess that. Regret. Yeah, like, yeah. oh man. So what have you? Have you? I don't think wasted I wasted time yet. Can you think? Um, sure. Yeah. I mean. Okay. But, but I don't know, but then part of it's like, well, you know, I am who I am today if I didn't do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. even though I was coked yeah. out for eight months. well right now. <laughs> I wouldn't have my beautiful baby, uh, Jessica. Funniest, it's like, <laughs> maybe you could have done without it, you know. <laughs> my fourth stint rehab really is my yeah. home. It was the fourth time that I just nailed it. Oh, that's man. where I met uh, your mom. That's, that's where that's I met your mom. Yeah, like I'm oh, afraid man. maybe I'll like, like a title. Like I'm the dean of students, right? Uh-huh. Like what if a title, like a school leader, principal, hmm. what if that sucks me in and I waste like six years just doing some job that actually yeah. is just burning, smoking me out when I could have just been like, whatever, dude. I'm just I, I've been thinking about that too. Because, you know what I mean? Man, I'm mm-hmm. 31 and time is... Time is flying, flying boys. Flying, Dude. flying. And like, I'm sitting here like, I've had a long time because I'm working a lot for me. You know, I, I pride myself on having some free time. And You're stuff. a golfer, baby. Yeah, I like to, I just like to enjoy some free time. And like, yeah. Man, and then I wonder like, what's next? You know, I said as a provider, I'd be like, man, I know a lot of providers that get three jobs. I have three jobs. Yeah. You know, it's not mm-hmm. as bad as it sounds, but like it's there. Then I have a business. We're Gary doing Rose's. Podcast. Yeah, man. It's just, it goes and you're like, man, shoot. I don't want to. Maybe fall I into didn't need all that money. I don't want to fall into that trap. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know how do you how do you find that personal balance for yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's totally true. Well, once your hopefully your business takes off, you are working for yourself more, and then you'll have more of that time. You know, and you, right now you're building a strong foundation. You're working a lot now, but you're young. Like you said, you're thirty. What's young? Yeah, What's I know old? that is true. You know, I never really thought about it like this mm-hmm. until. Uh, Ben Greenfield was talking about it when you actually measure like DNA and mm-hmm. telomere length and stuff like that. Now that's a little too in the weeds, but think about it. Not every 30 year old is the same. Mm. So everyone can turn 30 and be like, well, we're the same. We're both 30. Yeah, it's like true. meta, you know, physically you're like, are you 30 compared to that 30 year old? Yeah, or are you like person. a lot, you know, it all depends mm-hmm. on just your that's life. True. So what well, I think what young is, is reverse how healthy now. are you? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And you know, some of it's just genetics too, boys. Like, yeah, that's you true. Get, you, it's luck of the dice, man. There's some of that out there, and it is true. Like, mm. I mean, you do the best you can, and then you get a 42 year old fitness model that has a heart attack and dies. You know, mm. there's a male. He was like in the magazine, and he was a natural bodybuilder too. Like, he wasn't in the. Any, mm. I mean, mm. beautiful specimen of a human being. What's his name? Uh, C. T. Fletcher. Just had a yeah, it's a bad heart, dude. Like, he's yeah, he's mm. gone through like. He had like how many heart surgeries? Stance? Oh yeah, his heart got that. Uh, yeah. Now he's another from, uh, heart, like an Asian female. Yeah, in her in her fifties or something. Well, isn't that what he thinks? Did CT Fletcher ever I do steroids? He I think I he, he said. Knew. Did he not? I think no. he's like. I just think it's an old. Oh, I thought he knew. Yeah. I thought it was he's like, I think it's an old home. Asian woman I got. Oh, I thought he, <laughs> he's I thought like, he, it just, knew. he said it feels like it's an old Asian oh. woman. And he says when he's like working out, he's like, "Come on, lady, come on, help me out, come on, lady." Oh, lady, that's so funny. Oh, dude, I, I love CT Fletcher. It does, it does, man. It does make you wonder because all of a sudden that could be it, man. Could you be know, it. Shout out to Tea Time with uh, the Reaper. I was saying, Derek I've McCoy, enjoyed, man. Uh, be, you have no idea, no idea, and that's why I don't want to waste we time. Literally, yeah. you don't know. 
Yeah. What do you do when um, like someone really close to you dies? You know, you're just in shock, right? Yeah. I, I think about it a lot, man. A, a lot? Like I, how often? It depends on how much I'm like exercising usually because that's the stuff I think about when I run. I'll really? think about, yeah, I think about that stuff. I don't know why. Like who, like who died? Like who would die? Like, you know, this sounds crazy and uh, I love you, Anella, my girlfriend. But I'll think about like what would I do if she if she died mm-hmm. tomorrow? Yeah. How, how if I got that until, phone call, how soon until you go back on the dating market? Oh, yeah, how soon God. is too soon? <laughs> how soon kidding. is too soon? I'm just you kidding. Know? No, but some people cope that way. I'd yeah. wear. I talked to Anel about this. We just we agreed. Like there'd be one at least month. one year of I wear really? black every day and cry every. It's like the really? end of the world. A whole for year, a year at least. I remember probably not, that. but I, I told remember, her. I remember thinking that. Yeah, just be more for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, I remember being like, "Oh yeah, I would." Uh, I couldn't even imagine liking another woman for you know at least a year. Well, really? think about it. Um, yeah. When would you get a good appetite again after that? You know, like to you'd, eat you'd probably, food. Yeah, you'd probably have a shit appetite for a while. Maybe so depressed. I think of death a are lot you too. Or are you or are you or are you grieving? Well, right. what's Easy the difference? Terms. I don't even know. Well, I think grieving is a healthier form. Yeah, you're dealing with it. Yeah, and sometimes being sad is is a good, healthy form of like how much you loved and cared. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. Right? We try to pop a pill right away, but like, you know, the grieving process is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. The price of love is pain. Mm-hmm. I've been reading that too because yeah, I recently I like that. Up. Did you like that? Yeah, the price of love is pain. Yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about it because like, you know, there's moments I'm sad because you know I like being in a relationship and something ended and it sucks and. uh the sadness is sometimes good. I think it's true the the saying you know, uh, better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. Yeah, dude, it's, I, agree. It, dude, I like actually definitely are agree good. with that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, do you want to go your whole life and not yeah. feel love, and then you know not be able to express those happy moments as well? Yeah, mm-hmm. like the NC State uh, basketball coach Jim Valvano, uh, yeah. the Jimmy V Ward mm-hmm. or whatever. Cancer, you know, he, right? he had cancer and died of it, and he said part of his speech, you know, months before he died, he was given a speech for uh, he won an SB or something, mm-hmm. and he was saying he's like every single day, you know, if you want to live a great life, it's like every day do something to uh, move yourself, get your emotions going, move yourself almost to tears. Uh, you should laugh and then spend time in thought. So if you laugh, you cry, and you spend time in thought every single day, that's a good life. Yeah, I just started recently doing, like, spending more time in thought because, like, it kind of hit me a few weeks ago. I was like, dude, I'm always, like, listening to music or, like, or watching TV or watching a video. Like, Mm -hmm. I constantly have noise going on. And, yeah, you can kind of think to yourself, but you are still kind of distracted, because you're listening to the song, oh, you know, yeah. and like that. I've been, and and so like it I I made it a point to like no, I'm just not I'm not going to listen to music right now. I'm gonna, I like I used to listen to music uh when I shower. Now I'm I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, really? Just, yeah, just because I'm like, you know what? It it really when you take a shower, it it really is a good time to like just think about your day, you know, whether it's the end of the day or the beginning of your day to really just kind of prepare yourself identify how you feel in that moment you know and it's almost like a mini meditation you know you're just kind of like how do i feel about this well meditation is such a broad term right it's not just what we think it's not just sitting there on a pillow and like you know having these deep breathing and stuff i tried different things i used the waking up app Mm. and it's been good you know sam harris what is waking up waking up it's like nine dollars a month it's great. He's got 50 classes, so 50 days in a row that you do. And God, I lay in too. bed, and it's like 10 minutes. He's got a great voice, too. He's mm-hmm. done like like 12-day silent meditation journeys where you don't talk for Has he? days. Yeah. 
I would love to try something like that. that. Yeah, I think at like nineteen and twenty, those people are crazy. He's done twenty days. No, like at nineteen and twenty years old, he He went on a silent retreat, a week of silence. What a weirdo! (laughs) It's weird, but I kind of like it. I, I kind, I don't know. I do. I've been doing. I think that'd be cool to do. Just say you did. You know. Yeah, I've been well. Like when I go for a run, it's always like, oh, am I gonna listen to a podcast or music? And at at least twice this week, I didn't take anything. I was like, I just want to run, just hear my cadence, my foot. How was it? Listen, I liked it actually. Really? Man, that'd be hard for me. I went running, and oh yeah, I needed the music. It was a it was a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I need that distraction a lot of times when I run. Uh, What's his face? Oh, the the brain dude. We did. um, What's his face? I say Marine. Lee. Uh, not Marine. Lee? Um, no, no, no. Lee something? No. No, 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 no. Uh, we just, Goggins? we did, de- yeah, Goggins, yeah, sorry. Right. Not Marine. Uh, he, he's like, if you listen to music while you're running, you're cheating. Oh, it's cheating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's always well. He's, <laughs> he's Rogan like, said it too. Rogan's like, yeah, it's cheating. I'm like, yeah, okay. I know you're listening to stuff. Yeah. My, he's he's kind of always stupid five fingered shoes. You know what and I think? Fluffy dog. <laughs> Does he have a fluffy dog? Yeah, he's this. Golden Retriever. It's like the cute. It's like the dog from Full House. Oh, really? Yeah. Pretty Scott. Dog. Yeah. Freaking Rogan. And he has his own Instagram. I think. Oh, like he a, does. Yeah, he has like uh, six hundred thousand followers. Of course. A dog. I know. Marshall. What's his name? Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he really likes dogs. Speaking of that, like retreat thing, though, you know what I've always wanted to do is uh, it takes like six months to do though is the Appalachian Trail. But I would oh, yeah. I would want to I do it on my own. Like I mean, because you're gonna run into other hikers and stuff, so you still have some social stuff. <laughs> He's just like making love in the woods. Oh, <laughs> how cool would that be? Because you though? run into a lot of Hot, people. Hot hippie love, yeah. dude. I would. With I would. Pain. Somehow there's pain. Yeah. In my oh yeah. Call she's, it a soup kitchen. She's just digging pine cones into my back. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, like, what's going on? He's got a chipmunk like yeah. eating his feet or something. <laughs> Yeah. Deer um, antler spray. I just uh, wonder, like, is there something? Something goes together with pain and sex. I don't really know. It's like, dude, I'm not the only time. one. I know I'm you're not, not the only one. Dude, I feel like there's a lot of things in life that's not good to there's say. There's a lot of yeah. us. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, there's a lot of things out there that are weird. But you think that's weird to say pain, that pain and sex uh, that they go together? To it. Oh yeah, I think there's I don't a balance. Know the definition. I'm, I'm not like let. I'm not like whipping people. I'll probably get into it at one point. Just kidding. Like, <laughs> there's only the 50 shades and anthony's already at 75 yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know why i guess maybe the i am weird colors of ac <laughs> so go ahead and go to jackpod.com to find all these podcast episodes we're on spotify apple Podcasts, podbean google Podcasts, youtube youtube and mm-hmm. iheart mm-hmm. radio yeah that's yeah, big time. yeah 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 mm-hmm. we're in iheart radio do we I say Podbean Stitcher. too? Podbean. We're Stitcher. killing Podbean. We're everywhere. We're on, uh, I like Podbean. Yeah, I like Podbean too. It's kind of it's, funny how we started. I like Podbean actually. I like it a lot. It's like you're like a nerd. You're a podcast nerd if you have Podbean. Yeah. Oh, I think we're yeah, if you don't know what Podbean is, then you sit at the kid table. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. Frank, did you already give us a quote? No. No, I didn't. No. And honestly, I just, please don't play that again. You know oh, about. the noises! Don't play it. Let that be the quote. Don't, don't do it. Play it again. <laughs> like, don't play it. It's freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> Dude, that, doesn't it I told get you, you that. Going? Yes, I told Did you that tell, noise is tell terrifying. Tell me the alien you choose. You you think of right now? I picture the the freaking forest, right? And like something coming in, and I picture all I see is shadows coming towards me. Oh, I'm not scared like, of aliens. I think they'll be not, cool. No, really, I think like the pain. 
It's yeah, fine. Dude, I'm you like, like, they, like, no, when I think of aliens, I think they're just going to be like, oh, oh hey, look at these man. guys. And they just like, they like no. are curious about us. Not with that no. sound. Oh, that, that sound is very short. It's over. That's That means it's over. Like, that's, that's because that's like we barely shoot guns and nothing happens. That's like yeah, when you have all those do. tanks, you know, we're trying our best to shoot something it is, uh-huh. and just yeah. nothing penetrates. See, I was going to say, if I hear that sound go off and, it's, and it is aliens attacking, I think they're going to be like invisible. Like you won't even be able to see them. They, like, they're so advanced. They know so how to make fast, themselves that's not, invisible. That's not good either, right? No. A lot of it's the anticipation. Because oh, yeah. if they come real fast, it's just over. It's like a nuclear uh, blast, right? Yeah, that if would be fun. you're close by, you're done. Mm-hmm. Right, but if you're able to see it and experience it, oh, that's yeah. that's the fear. Like, yeah. what made Darth Vader so scary? Couldn't see the his force. Face. Well, d- definitely the force, but also <laughs> he was very limited in his role. Yeah, so more that's of it was true. about imagination. Oh yeah, like he did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some clout too. Yeah, well, yeah. the scariest thing is the thing you can't see or think of. Jaws. How much is Jaws actually in the movie? You think about Jaws more than the actual movie. Like they used to use when it became scary movies, it was more about like the psychology of of horror. Yeah. Right. It's not about think about these other movies. Right. Mm-hmm. It takes very a long time to get your anticipation going mm-hmm. until it finally hits you and it hits you. Right. Yeah. Like, it gets under your skin, man. It boils your blood. It. Well, oh, it, it, and it's the anticipation. That's there. why they make it so silent. You know, yeah, before they right. put in the loud noise, because mm-hmm. you're just anticipating it. I do. I just clench up, and I'm like, oh, Yeah, I used to sell uh, uh, TVs, and I would always tell people, Hey, you better spend a lot more on audio, because that's where you're getting your experience from. Yeah, totally. Your auditory sensation, right? You talk about Ooh. how your imagination, Anthony, made the difference in horror. You mm-hmm. can shut your eyes and still be scared. Totally true. If you turn the audio off and just watch the screen, not, not scary. At all. Yeah, you're not like, at what's all. happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can even watch Jaws, which still. You know, when his mouth is open at the end of the boat, like a uh-huh. robot, it uh-huh. scares the hell out of me. I've never seen Jaws, actually. Really? I haven't, it's Big old crazy. shark? Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Massive shark? I mean, yeah. I know open what it water. is, but I've just never seen it. Open water you know, is scary. Yeah, I've never seen that one either. Oh, was is that there, like no, a no, recent no, one? movie. Like, I'm just oh, just open, open water. Oh, oh, yeah, 100%. Dude, that's one of my biggest fears. It's eerie. Do you just do you just bite the bullet and go down? God, I don't know. Like, because any moment something can grab you. Nothing, dude. You are in their world for sure. I get way more scared. Yeah, because like, Would yeah, you like you're talking about open water. By a shark. Would you say buried or eaten by eaten, a shark? No, eaten by a bear, or eaten by a shark. Oh god! Oh. Can you imagine? Oh god! It gets <laughs> Man, you picked a shitty well, one. How big is the shark? A bear. Okay, so first of all, a bear usually eats you alive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's scary. well, doesn't a shark tail? No, yeah, but I, oh, think, yeah. I think it might be You'll quicker. drown. But that'll probably drown you. I, I think oh, a shark. Suck too. shark. Yeah, I think shark. I'd go shark. Oh, God. But I'd want it to be like the biggest, baddest, great white ever. Like, I want that Cut thing to me kill me half. quick. Yeah, yeah, like seriously, one chomp. Like, you want like a half shark that just takes off like a toe. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to wrestle with this thing in the water for 40 minutes. <laughs> no. No. But that's what a bear would do. A bear would be gnawing on your legs and just eating you alive. He'd eat your fatty back of your legs. Really? Yeah, he'd you just be so? the fattiest parts of you. He'd just be munching, and you'd be like, God, screaming. Mm. Yeah. He's not going to snap your neck like, you know, Arnie, and then oh, eat yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Well, I was, you know, I like to watch like nature. Would. It would take out your carotid real quick, yeah. and then you'd be done. Yeah, but bears yeah. don't have to. Bears don't do that. They'll just put their heavy. paw on your head, they'll hold you down, yeah. and just start eating you. You know, dogs oh, do that too, like wolves and stuff. I was watching a nature documentary, and they'll just like, just be eating this. They don't all the time choke them out, you know, like. 
you know, choke them. Oh, yeah, you know how that, a lot of animals do that? You know, yeah. they'll, they'll just start eating them. And yeah, I'm like, dude, that, that would be the worst way to die. Knowing you're getting eating a lot, eaten alive slowly. It takes, really? you know, 20, 40 minutes. Is that the worst or is it aliens that are coming through with the trumpets of hell? The trumpets. It's the trumpets of hell. Yeah, right? that's pretty terrible. Like, trumpets. I mean, that's, yeah. dude, I don't even know if I can listen to it one more time because then there goes my sleep. Oh, let's look should up scary sounds. Should we after end this? it? Should we end it with we, that sound? We, we should end it yeah. with the sound. Okay. Yeah. God, that shit. So have good. you heard? Uh, while well, he's pulling that up, oh, what is it called? Is it the what alien do you scream? think of? Like, what's the scariest alien? I think like world. I think like Cloverfield. Oh, like that was pretty scary. Like it wasn't yeah, scary. Yeah, Cloverfield was, just, like, was a really good movie. It, but we had no chance in Cloverfield. Yeah, right? no, we had no chance at all. How yeah. about Cloverfield no, three? None. I don't think I've seen that one. I don't know why I'm not terrified. I think of You're not? I think of like an elephant and or maybe okay. someone's pushing a chair on tile. Oh, Anthony makes yeah, no, it's scary. It's scary. But I don't want to deal with it. You know? So I, so I make just, it fun. You just make it fun. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when I, I first to heard it, it, I started freaking out. See, that out. sounds like a chair being pushed across like the oh, tile. Dude, that scares me. <laughs> the heebie jeebies out of me, man. I don't know. Oh, man. All right. Well, should we call it a night, boys? Yeah, we we'll should. We don't yeah. even need a quote after that. We're just going to... All right, everybody. <laughs> find us at jackspod.com. And have yeah, a good Come check us day. out, guys. Thanks for the support. Take yep. care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.